Welcome to your Jesuit parish in the heart of Hollywood. This is the Blessed Sacrament Hollywood Podcast, and here's today's homily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them out into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, the landowner saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, you too go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off. He went out again around noon and around three o'clock and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, the landowner found others standing around, and he said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? And they answered, because no one has hired us. And he said to them, you too go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started around five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour. And you've made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden and the heat. And he said to one of them in reply, My friend, I'm not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I'm generous? Thus the last will be first and the first will be last. My sisters and brothers, the gospel of the Lord. Well, I'm glad that you're here for this third weekend in our fall preaching series, a preaching series that we have called uh, The Truth About Other People. And the last week ends, uh, we've kind of looked at this, trying to understand what is the truth about other people? Because it's important for us to understand what it is we feel about other people. Are they a burden or are they a blessing? Would we just rather do life without them or we can't do life without them? Or, or just what is it? Because for other people, we are other people. So it's worth wondering, like, what is our attitude towards other people? Uh, you uh, may be celebrating or uh, feeling a little bit despairing that we are in month five, month five of the writer's strike. And we're about uh, two and a half months into the actor's strike. Now, maybe you're not a writer or an actor, but the longer the strike goes on, the more it affects everybody, right? Everybody, all the industries that are around those two, those two pieces here in the entertainment capital of the world. And it goes on and on and on, all those uh, people that are striking without work at, at the moment. Hopefully, uh, the writer's strike looks like it might even end this weekend, but it's been going on for a while. And these strikes, in this case, actors and writers, but all these strikes are usually around labor and capital, right? Labor and capital. And trying to hammer out what is something just in the relationship between those two. People working and how much are they paid or compensated. So the actors and writers strike is about a changing industry where people aren't being compensated for the work they do because of streaming, AI, a bunch of things. And so they strike, they stop the labor in order to force the capital to change, like to share more of the capital, right? So the strike goes on and on and on. And these strikes uh, have, you know, it's been a a way to, uh, you know, bargain or to force 
uh, a better agreement for the parties. And this has been going on for, for a while. And it's about justice. And it's also about fairness. Fairness of like who gets what they deserve. Who gets what they deserve. So working, labor, getting what they deserve. Now, the church has been involved and interested in strikes and labor questions for a long time. Officially, the church got really involved uh, in the late 1800s, and then we've just been involved ever since. Uh, uh, religious have been involved, churches, uh, the whole church, individual churches have been involved in these kind of strikes because often the laborers, the people doing the work, are often people without a lot of resources. And the church continues to be interested in everybody, but we privilege an interest in the poor and those that are being maybe denied what they deserve, right? And Blessed Sacrament has been involved in these issues also. For years and different, different kind of labor conflicts, Blessed Sacrament has been involved through LA Voice, which is here often in organizing, but also just as recently as this year, we've been involved in uh, Unite Here Local 11, which is the union that represents hotel workers, restaurant workers in LA, Orange County, and Arizona. And so we've allowed, allowed or encouraged them to use our space to organize, our space to vote, whether to strike or not. So we've been involved, which means you all have been involved in these labor issues around fairness. Do people get what they deserve? So the reason I bring this up is because we just heard a story from the Gospel of Matthew in which you might think that there's a fairness issue involved. Because you have a landowner, and he is hiring people all through the day, and they work all day, and then everyone's paid the same no matter when they showed up. And that doesn't seem fair. That does not seem fair. If you took what, you, what we know about maybe a strike like the writer's strike and placed it on this story, you'd be thinking, that's not fair. We should be writing signs and start protesting, you know, down with the landowner, or I'm not picking grapes for free, or whatever it is, you know? But, as I said in that first reading, God's ways are not our ways. So it's worth looking at this parable and thinking, what is going on? Now remember, when you look at a parable, you ask, we ask a question of like, okay, so a parable, Jesus is using a parable to teach us something about God and about us. So we ask, okay, who's God in this parable? Well, obviously the landowner, right? I think we could safely say God's the landowner. He's, he's the guy that you know, created everything continues to keep it going. So he's the landowner. That means the people, we, are the laborers. Okay, good. So what does it tell us about God? God goes out to people and encourages them to work in a vineyard. God goes out not once, not twice, not three times, but goes five times in that day, is going out early and late to hire people to work in the vineyard, to work in the vineyard. Because the harvest is huge. So he is always like, you know, running out and getting more laborers to come into the vineyard, into the vineyard, into the vineyard. So that tells you something about God. And God does it himself. He doesn't send some lackey. God, the landowner, goes out himself and hires these people, hires us, engages with us. Secondly, the, the, it's a strange story because at the end, there's this conversation between the, the folks that were there first saying, this is not fair. This is not fair. And, and the landowner, God, is saying, I can be generous. I can be as generous as I like because the parable has this big piece that says it doesn't matter how hard we work or how long we work. 
It's God's gift to us. God's gift to us. So our lives are not good because we work harder or we've just, we've got it right or we deserve it. No, God wants to give to us, to be generous to us, to overwhelm us with generosity. Okay? Finally, the really important part about this, when we look at this parable, is that there are two gifts going on here. People are paid for their, their work, right? They're all paid the same thing. We'll get to that in a minute. But secondly, and more importantly, is that the other gift is God gives work to these people. Anybody been out of work and it drove you crazy? Remember the pandemic? Anybody? Where you just like stared at the wall and you just felt your self-worth like that. Sigmund Freud said that, that work and love are the cornerstones of, hu of humanness, where we get our identity. So what God is giving here is not just the wages, but the ability to actually work with him, to work, to have a job. And these, the folks in this parable miss it entirely. Finally, you know the last part where he says, the last shall be first, the first shall be last? Because he, in this story, he pays the people that showed up last first. Because ultimately, what is he paying them? The same amount. So why does it matter if you get it first or last? It's the same amount. The first, last, doesn't matter. Everyone gets paid the fullness of life. This is what God is giving us, is life. Okay. So if that's what that parable is about, that's who God is in that parable, that's who we are, those workers, where, where are you in this sequence if you had to place yourself? Do you feel you're already in the vineyard, like picking your grapes, picking your grapes, picking your grapes? Maybe. Or are you, do you need to actually show up and get hired? Do you still need to show up and ask God, like, I, I, I need a job. Use me. Put me in coach, right? I want this job. I want to have meaning and fullness in my life by working in the vineyard of the Lord. How do we do that? Now, there are lots of ways you can do that. And we're going to go into that vineyard, and we're going to, if we're lucky, pick one grape in our entire life, you know, because there's a lot going on, and it's, it's hard to actually help out, to force ourselves to actually help out and to serve. But this is the time that we can actually do that. So I encourage you to figure out how to say yes to God, into what God is calling you into, what part of the vineyard is God calling you into. Is it part of your vineyard into your neighborhood, your community, the, to transform how your work works, to uh, figure out to be more available to your family, or in a parish, because you're here, you're in a parish, in these pews, right? In a parish, there's lots of ways to be involved in the vineyard, lots of ways. And when you leave today, there's going to be a table out there, and there's going to be someone at it, signing you up to work in all kinds and all parts of the vineyard of this particular parish. So if you're looking for a, a place to belong, work that is meaningful, a way to contribute, a way to say yes to God, this might be it. To serve here uh, in, in the liturgy, in hospitality, in the food pantry, Genevieve's Garden, with the uh, gay and lesbian outreach, with the young adults, all kinds of things are available. Our, the ask is there. So maybe this is the day that you say, I want to be hired. I want to be part of that 